Welcome back to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. So glad that you are with us. If you're a first timer, welcome on in. So glad you're here. We're on Matthew chapter 15, and Jesus has been doing miracles, a lot of them. And well, as you can imagine, he's making the religious people mad. <laughs> now, why did they get mad? Let's just talk about that for a minute. They got mad for a couple of reasons. Jesus ushered in a new way to have a relationship with God the Father. It wasn't through the temple. Therefore, it wasn't going to be controlled by Pharisees and the priests. Therefore, they were not going to be the center of religious life. Jesus is going to be the center of religious life. So they were mad at him for that. They sort of knocked him. Jesus sort of knocked him off his pedestal. Now, the second thing was, uh, well, they couldn't do what Jesus did. <laughs> there was a little... Um, they were mad at him. They did not like what he was doing. So he had confronted them two or three times. And now we come to a place on the Sea of Galilee or beside the Sea of Galilee. And let's read what happens beginning in verse 29. The Bible says, Now Jesus went up from there and walked beside And he went up on a mountain and sat down there. And great crowds came to him, bringing with them the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others. And they put them at his feet and he healed them. So that the crowd wondered when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled healthy, the lame walking, and the blind seeing. And you know what they did? The Bible says, and they glorified the God of Israel. Now, why are miracles so important? If you've been with any of these podcasts very long, as we've been going through the book of Matthew, you've seen time and time again, Matthew's emphasizing the fact that Jesus did miracles. Now, Matthew's primary audience, not exclusive, but primary audience were Jewish people. That's who he was writing to. In Isaiah 53, 5 and 6, which every Jew would have known because that's part of the Old Testament that they would have had to have memorized. No matter how far they went in Jewish school, they would have known, they would have known Isaiah's prophecies concerning the Messiah. Isaiah 35, 5 and 6 says very clearly that the Messiah will come and eyes will be opened, deaf ears will hear, lame will walk, and the mute will sing praises. Now that was prophesied again a thousand years or so prior to Jesus' coming. And right here, by the Sea of Galilee, that very prophecy is being fulfilled by Jesus himself. So, so this was huge. Every time Matthew has the opportunity to talk about healing, he's going to talk about it because in the Jewish mind, it starts validating who Jesus is. Well, why are miracles so important? Have you ever thought about it? I mean, if you Google right now miracles, you're going to get just Google miracle or supernatural. There's way over a million hits. I mean, people are amazed with the supernatural or with miracles. So why? Well, there's a few reasons. One, miracles give us sort of the wow effect. In other words, we're, we live in a world where we're looking for the wow. That isn't new. That was new 2,000 years ago. People are looking for their world to get shaken up by something bigger and better. Now, miracles, in the truest sense of the word, entertain. Now, let me explain that word. Entertainment today means uh, to, to amuse or to bring some sense of distraction. Well, it comes from an old French word that actually means to draw together, to capture one's attention, to cause people to come together and focus. So in the truest sense of the word, when a miracle happens, there's that wow impact on our mind, but there's that drawing effect in our imagination. It's like, wow, if this can happen, then there has to be a whole lot of other things going on behind the scene. 
So Matthew mentions these miracles a lot to, to say, hey, look, this is to capture our When we see a miracle, we begin to understand that the supernatural is as real as the natural. And, and that's hard for it to happen. Where we define reality largely by our senses, by our sense of sight, uh, smell, taste, hearing, and touch. If it falls outside of those senses, called materialism, material senses, then we don't believe it. So when the when the miracle happens, when the supernatural happens, we begin to say, wait a minute, there's something beyond my senses, and we begin to look up to someone bigger. Then it brings hope. When you're at the end of your rope, when someone you love has an illness or a sickness, when your business looks like it cannot recover, no way can it recover, and God reaches down and does the supernatural, you step back and say, there's hope. There's certainty beyond my belief system. It really matters. And then finally, God does miracles today. So we understand there is someone bigger than this earth to whom we should bend our knee and worship. Jesus went around the Sea of Galilee, got up on a mountain, and the people brought hundreds, maybe even thousands, we're not told, people to him with all types of diseases and infirmities. What does Jesus do? He heals them. He does the supernatural. What's the result? They glorify God who is in heaven. Man, I'm praying that God will do the supernatural in your life so you too bend your knee to the God who created everything and gave his son to redeem us. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much. Thank you that you do the supernatural to remind us that the supernatural is just as real as the natural and that you're bigger than this world and you want to capture our attention to focus us on the hope that is in Jesus Christ and we have that hope forever. It's in his name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. And we'll talk again next time.